Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Full Dive Gaming Podcast, bringing a weekly dive of all the news, all the discussion, and all the condensed nerd talk you need for virtual reality gaming every Friday. I'm Rick McAfee, producer and editor of this podcast. I'm Jay Brad. I'm a VR YouTuber and streamer. I'm Destiny Wheeler, entrepreneur and VR enthusiast. I'm Adam Charlton, a software developer who finally binge-watched and got caught up on the entire Mandalorian series this last week. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome, guys. You've got to watch so it if you good. haven't seen it. It's so good. Have you seen it? <laughs> now I need some... Now I need a... What's the studio that's making all the uh, Star Wars content right now EA. for VR? Or, I, or ILMX Labs. ILMX, yeah. I need, I need ILMX to make... Um, some good Mandalorian content now. Uh, they'll just screw it up like everything else. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so um, if you guys haven't clued in yet, we are all sitting here in VR right now. We're we're gesturing at each other. We're we're making faces, sort of. If you <laughs> if you want to get in on this action, this is all happening on YouTube. We upload this after the fact. This is also streaming right now. We got a live chat. You could be watching. So consider watching. <laughs> Check us out. Full Dive Gaming Podcast on YouTube. Um, we will be running this podcast in just two sections tonight. Uh, keeping things nice and simple. We got some things to do tonight. Um, first, we have a VR gaming news section. We'll be covering the latest and best news to come out this week regarding VR. And second, we have a excuse me. We have a discussion that changes week to week. This week we will be talking about Facebook again. They just, they give us so much to talk about. Um, <laughs> but this is a kind of a big one. Um, as you guys may have heard, they are under threat of a massive lawsuit right now. And this could very much affect VR. We'll discuss that at the end of the podcast. However, last week we covered VR sims from arcade to hyper-realistic. What it means for developers, what it means for the gamers. It was a really cool discussion. We had a guest on that from VR Fitness during that podcast. If you want to see it episode 30 that's last week's podcast to listen all about that juicy stuff and with that we will be moving on to the sponsorship segment uh this week's news segment is brought to you by asterion asterion makes high quality universal vr headset stands they have rgb lighting they are sleek they will look good in your living room in your kitchen in your bathroom they look good anywhere <laughs> if you want if you want one of these beautiful headset stands we all have several so many, way more than they, they gave us. Consider heading over to www.asterianproducts.com, plug in the code F-U-L-L-D-I-V-E, that's full dive, and you will get $5 off your order, $19.99 or more. Hopefully that didn't go through that too quickly. That's why there's a backward back 15 seconds button on most players. Um, <laughs> with that, we'll get into the news. For, excuse me, first news. Jay, you got it. You know... This week, for some of you out there who might not even know, there's a thing called the Gaming Awards every year. Game Awards, it's kind of like the Oscar or the Emmys of the gaming world. Well, here this year, we talked about it a few weeks ago, we were excited to see that quite a bit more VR and AR games made it in this year than we've seen lately. A lot of games that are VR-supported games, not necessarily all VR, but Half-Life Alex made it into a ton of categories. And sadly, the, the awards was still going when the podcast started. I didn't get to see all the finals, but the only one they actually won was the best VR AR game of the year. So the only award they won was the actual VR category. They didn't win in best audio design, best game direction, I believe. So I what do you guys think though? Do you think that do you think that they even had any competition? I mean, I was thinking the Saints and Sinners might have been the closest one. 
But I mean, yeah, but was that even close? I mean, Half Life Alex was the definitive game of the year. I mean, nothing else, I don't even think anything else even came close to the quality and the content of Half-Life Alex. And you can kind like, of expect that from a Valve game, right? It was like top notch. Yeah. But I feel like I feel like St. Sears, it was good, it was great. But yeah, you're right. Half-Life Alex was it was incredible, but I was I don't know. I was hoping that Half-Life Alex would at least win one non-VR thing, and at least as far as the time is right now, it hadn't won anything else. But it was nominated, which is still an honor and very special yeah it's i feel like it's still a step in the right direction but i finally got to pick it up and play it recently and so it's not surprising that they won that at least they definitely <laughs> how far how far though. in are you how far did you get not too far but just from what i did see it was so cool i love it i love the graphics the noise like instead of like i know you get to actually interact with the people and do more shooting and stuff but i was more interested in interacting with the objects and like the just crazy mm-hmm. weird things that you could do it's so fun yeah, it was super cool. Well, other ones that did win, not necessarily because they were VR, but games that do have VR support. Uh, best ongoing, No Man's Sky actually won that, which was interesting because they won that. They were also nominated for best community support, and they didn't win that. Of all the games, Fall Guys Isn't won. that like the same thing, though? I, Isn't that's like what I best thought. community support and best <laughs> ongoing support like the same? Yeah, I kind of I, I kind of was weirded <laughs> out by that. And then, uh, of course, the best sim strategy, Microsoft Flight Sim, but it still doesn't have VR support yet, so we can't really claim that that was because of VR. Uh, yeah. But best best debut game, Phasmophobia, won the Ooh. best debut game. Oh, they did? Awesome. Yeah. Good for them. That is well-deserved. Yeah, not surprising. An amazing game. If any of you out there have played it but not in VR yet, you are missing out. It is so much scarier in VR. Highly yep. recommend it. Great game. I hate it. Can't recommend it enough. <laughs> <laughs> Which means you should play it. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be super. And of course, as of this recording right now, the the it is still ongoing, if you didn't quite catch that. So there will be a little bit more even after this recording. Maybe um, we'll do a double check. Um, maybe maybe Jay will do a little like double check here on this computer as we're going. Um, it's still possible for some more awards. I think uh, Alex is still in the running for some that have not been announced as of right now. Um, so who knows? Maybe it'll get more. We can hope. Yeah, they should. We can hope. We can <laughs> hope. It's unlikely. We'll admit, but who knows? But uh, I'm going to move us on. Adam, you got the next news piece. I do. So one of the other AAA games coming out this year, and one that honestly I think could have stood up to Half-Life Alex if it had come out a little bit sooner, is the Medal of Honor Above and Beyond. It's the AAA experience. It should be coming out the day after we're recording this, so we haven't got a chance to try our hands at it yet. But it's supposed to feature intense World War II firefights and a full fleshed out storyline that lasts over 10 hours. Um, however, it also comes with an insane recommended specs for your computer. We're talking at least a Core i7-9700, 16 hey. gigabytes DDR4 <laughs> RAM, yep. at least a GTX 2080 graphics card, and 180 gigabytes storage required to download it. And so mm-hmm. I think wow. that this might be some of the highest specs we've ever seen for a VR game. Oh, is yeah. that right? I think so. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not, this none is... of us even meet these. I don't think <laughs> even with all our beefy PCs, I don't think one of us actually meets these. Mm-mm. So this, these requirements not only are crazy for a VR game, these are crazy for any game. There is, I cannot think of a single game that has a recommended spec 
for a GTX 2080. And most of them still stick to the 1060. Hell, even Cyberpunk, that probably needs these specs, still lists a 1060 as the recommended graphics card. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's so, pretty, pretty common. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, this, is, this is crazy. And not only that, the 170 gigabytes required for installation, that is... That is more than Modern Warfare had. And Modern mm. Warfare it was insane when it came out in terms of what it required. It needed like 150 gigs, I think. This, they have Medal of Honor VR, the game that probably has a decent bit of content, but not like in Modern Warfare's level of content. Requiring 170 gigabytes is just mind-blowing. That is way too much. <laughs> they gotta i don't know what they're doing over there they, they do they need to like allow people to download less impressive textures do they i, I don't know like <laughs> the, the, it should not require that much the especially amount of storage the is too dang high you know <laughs> yeah it, you know they'll they'll add like a new map and it'll probably add freaking 30 gigabytes at least um they also yeah, said that's, don't consider installing this on a non-ssd hard drive yeah that's oh, not boy. specifically called out but they're saying don't do it because your load times are just going to be terrible mm-hmm. um we're not going to be talking yeah we'll be, we're not going to be talking too much on our personal experience with Medal of honor yet um but i can tell you just based off what a lot of other people are saying this thing even when you have their recommended specs this thing chugs it is clear that it, you know, the, the game still got some bugs. It's still ridiculously beefy. It is not well optimized, which is so unfortunate to hear. Um, it sounds like it could have used a little bit more time before release. And these specs kind of speak to that. Like you can't you can't get away with not optimizing your game by requiring people to have a 2080. Yes, it is easier to get a 2080 these days, especially since a lot of people are selling off their 2080s in order to grab a 30 series of graphics cards that's that's happening a lot right now so you can buy one but it's it's still ridiculous it's, it, was the, it's incredibly it was the top ridiculous. of the line card like what a month or two ago before the 30 series came out like it, that's it a was. crazy high bar <laughs> to be asking people to have it's it's completely i mean it'd be one thing if it was like a gtx 2070 even but no this is only surpassed by like a 2080 ti right it's it's absolutely bonkers that they recommend these specs let alone and it sounds like these are the you know it sounds like these aren't just the recommended specs it sounds like these are closer to the minimum specs and whatever minimum specs they've got on their steam page i don't have it pulled it up right now is just ridiculous like you're you're just gonna be getting like five frames per second if you try and run it um it's 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 a big oof big oof um yeah, we'll 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 see if they can patch some of these these issues. Hopefully, optimize it a bit more. But it's that was that was not a good move. Respawn Entertainment, EA, that was not a good move. Let's, hope, right, let's that, hope in a week or two it gets better because I'm even worried about us. Like between some of our PCs, I'm worried none of us yeah. is really going to get the best experience that we should be getting with this game. Because right. I, yeah, I'm not I'm not there. Yeah, no, me neither. Mm, and I tend no. to have really bizarre computer problems. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm I'm really afraid of having like a high demand game on my computer because sometimes yeah. it'll just like, you know, turn off. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it could be sketchy. Yeah. 
All right, I'm going to move us on, though. Uh, Destiny, you got our next news piece. Yes, so Quest 2 stock becoming scarce fast. The Quest 2 is facing similar problems as the next-gen consoles like the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X. There might not be enough of them to go around soon, while some realtors have the Quest 2 in stock, supplies are dwindling quickly, and many places have them on a long back order reaching into next year. If you're still looking to break into the VR market, you might have to act quickly. Your best bet is to order online within the next week to ensure you can make it for the holidays. And this honestly is not surprising because this is what happened last year. Like, <laughs> it literally, like, it's, you know, just nothing repeat. new. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you think that people would have learned by now. It's like, how could Sony not know that, like, hey, PlayStation 5 is going to be a big deal? Or Facebook is like, hey, you know, the Quest 1 sold pretty well. Let's make, like, I, I'm sure a they billion know. of and Quest 2s. And now for a headset that's even Ugh. crazy cheaper. Like, what do they expect? But then, like I said, it's kind of scary, like, for the people who are going to be looking to get into VR or to pick these up as gifts. Because, like I said, they'll pay crazy prices now. Like, some of these people will sell them for almost the price of an index, and people will pay that. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. The- yeah. Go That's ahead. Crazy. Well, my f- I got a PS5, and I know it was hard to get, but my neighbor who got one, who was going to keep it for himself, somebody offered him a thousand bucks. So he was like, "Okay, <laughs> he's so yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's a crazy price. Like, yeah. someone's going to pay it." And, and so, and- if you're looking to pick up a Quest Two, though, there are a couple sites. Before we go into that, I think Rip wanted to say something. Yeah. <laughs> just scalpers i I was just gonna complain about scalpers because that's what causes so what are you doing (laughs) i told you i was gonna find a way over there (laughs) a a big (laughs) a big problem with this um people have been noticing that scalpers particularly this year are a bigger issue than they've ever been stock disappeared for the playstation 5 initially before they opened it up to more orders in like two minutes which just Jeez. that shouldn't happen. Not with the not with the biggest console release in the past like seven years. Right. Um it it's 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 mind blowing. And that to me the issue is less like obviously there's no way that these guys aren't making as many PlayStation fives and as many Xboxes as they can physically produce. There is no doubt in my mind that if there is a shortage there, it is almost entirely because of the issue with the coronavirus. It's it's just really hard on these guys. They can't ship them out fast enough. They can't get them in stores fast enough. They can't make the darn things fast enough. And they've expressed this themselves. They've said we are we're sorry. We, we like you know they're they're trying their darnest to get these things out to people. Yeah, um, they know they're losing. They know they're losing money every day that they don't have more of these in stock. Um, Am- Amazon needs to ban scalping on at least on Amazon because it's become yeah. a viable business model for people to just open up an Amazon store and get a bunch of stock of stuff. Here's the problem. Gonna Amazon say. doesn't care, though. Amazon doesn't care because yeah. everything that they're selling gets bought. Scalpers help them because it means that everything that they sell get that, that gets bought. They don't care who mm-hmm. gets it. They just care that it's gone. Right. right. And. That's what I was going to say is the unfortunate issue is that while they care, obviously, about getting their consoles out and sold in the first place, once it's on their product sites, once it's on Best Buy, once it's on Amazon, once it's on like Xbox's own marketplace, they like you said, Adam, they don't care. They just want the things to sell and they're not taking enough steps to help out the consumers in regards to making sure that scalpers don't get their hands on like 50% of the consoles and then sell them for a thousand bucks. You know, it, it, and the unfortunate truth is there will always be people that were, are willing to buy 
a scalper's price for these consoles. You know, they want it now. I don't know why, because there was only bug snacks on the PlayStation 5 for like a week. <laughs> <laughs> but, but people want these gosh darn consoles. Um, but like anything else, and and it's it's just the the initiative to stop scalpers it's not going to be from the consumer because enough consumers don't help out the rest of the consumers you know they buy from scalpers which just creates an endless cycle this has to be fixed on the end of retailers really um to to solve this problem and we're not seeing enough of it agreed it's true um, well, luckily, i forget which side yeah the, there was actually one site <laughs> mm-hmm. that, sorry, I, I just wanted to um, say, I'm, I'm forgetting the site, but there was one site that actually did release that they'd like managed to catch 500,000 orders of the, con- well, I forget which console as well, but there was a huge like um, deal where they like managed to catch a huge amount of scalpers and that was very nice to see, but we need more of that. Okay, sorry to interrupt you, Adam. (laughs) No, so I'm just going to close out this one news piece by saying we're not running into the absolute insane scalping problem like the PS5 is. It's still a big problem, but there is actually still product of the Oculus Quest 2 still in stock. I went around to a couple different sites, and you can have some pretty good luck on Amazon. It tends to be your best bet. Best Buy and Walmart is also a good deal. So if you're looking to break into the VR market, those might be your best options. Um, mm-hmm. But maybe we can move ourselves into the next news piece. And Rip, I think you got it next. This is true. So, <laughs> VR Chat World lets you explore the entire Great Plateau from Breath of the Wild now. That's right. So, let's see. Say what you will about VR Chat. But no one can dispute that the content creators on this are dedicated. There are some amazing world builders in this dedicated excuse me, this dedication shows you can now explore the entirety of the great plateau from Zelda breath of the wild in VR chat. We've done this. It's I, I'm going to say up front. I, I loaded in. I was already like mind blown when I just like showed up in like the resurrection chamber and then going out <laughs> and seeing the world open up just like it did on my little switch. It, it, Zelda breath of the wild. Like it was weird. I only play this thing. How, how long ago? Like two years ago now. Um, and already I have like this intense nostalgic experience for it. It did that so quickly. You know, I played it like on a particularly rough time for me as well. It was like my, my birthday, but I was traveling, so I couldn't like do anything. And I was going, traveling to something that was like giving me a lot of anxiety. So at the time, so I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to buy myself a switch and breath of the wild for my birthday. I'm just going to play this thing. And it was amazing. And so being able to revisit it, and I imagine a lot of you have that similar experience. I imagine a lot of you bought Zelda during the coronavirus, and I'm hoping that it's helping a lot of you guys out during that as well. You should if you haven't. <laughs> it's totally worth the $360 or, $400 or whatever it takes to get that, in my opinion. <laughs> and I like teared up when I saw like the tower rising. I was like, this is just that I get to experience this in VR now was insane. Like, Man, so you were saying it was a world you got to visit? Yeah, yeah, so this is a VR chat world that is basically pixel-for-pixel pixel perfect Zelda Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, and I any single person... Like that. Say again? 
I really love stuff like that. Um, there, I've seen other people do worlds kind of like that based off of other games. Like I've been to the Mario, like the classic Mario world. And it was so cool. Like you uh, could actually go into the castle and like interact with everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's just like that, except that. So the thing that sets this apart is that we've seen some pretty amazing VR chat creations. What really sets this apart, though, is the scale at which we do this. Anyone who's played Breath of the Wild knows is that even just that sort of tutorial area and the Great Plateau. So sort of like the introduction area is enormous. The scale at which they made this really sets it far and beyond. And, you know, I got to say, it really um, just told me yet again, it proved to me yet again that VR truly is the way to go for gaming. Because playing that on the Switch, incredible, unbelievable. You walk out of that cave and you see the whole world. Doing that in VR just put it on an entirely different level. Mm -hmm. It was almost... It, it was absolutely breathtaking. Almost, it was almost a religious experience, man. I know, dude. I was, I was tearing up. I was like, this is amazing. Like, I was so overwhelmed. It was, it was incredible. Well, and it was also interactive. Unlike a lot of VR chat worlds, you have to go see it, and it's really cool to see it. But, like, mm -hmm. you had the tablet. You could pick up the weapons. Yeah. We, don't, we don't know how oh, far cool. it went. It felt, like, it felt like it might actually be the whole game when you were in it because we didn't know how far it went. But it just seemed like every step you were taking, more kept happening, which was just like, yep. oh, wow. This is this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the old man you see at the beginning of the game, he's there. You have the tablet. Yeah, you got to tap the tablet on stuff to open it up. Yep. It, it, was, it was truly... A, a an amazing representation of breath of the wild again we didn't get to play for super long um i've been meaning to continue it so i'll probably be able to speak on it later but um it i was surprised i was like it it just kept going i was like how much of the game can i play in this and it i didn't reach the end of it yet and that was like <laughs> i don't know 30 minutes to an hour in wow yeah yep it was incredible it was incredible okay um i'm gonna move us on though despite it being so amazing i could talk on it forever but it just makes me want to go play it more than anything else <laughs> <laughs> all right and i'm taking um, this next news piece cool so this next news piece is all about contractors we've talked about contractors vr uh in some previous episodes it's a lot similar to pavlov and onward it feels like a good mix of a lot of the good shooters out there one of the mm -hmm. big things though uh, that sets contractors apart is just the fantastic mechanics of it it it's what i personally feel is the first vr shooter that is really perfected shooting mechanics mm -hmm. um but they have released a really big update that brings contractors to native quest and quest 2 it's selling there for 20 dollars, and it is cross you know it is a cross purchase with the vive not the vive i'm sorry the uh rift platform as well so if you buy it on quest you can play it on the quest or the rift um, of course, if you're playing it on the quest, it comes with a pretty noticeable decrease in texture quality, but it releases right alongside of a big feature improvement for across the game. So if you're playing it on Steam or Quest, you get better UI, you get some new guns, and even co-op missions where it's you and a buddy, up to four people that get to play against the AI. No, I've had a chance to try out this update, and let me tell you, it has really improved the game. And if he, and if Pavlov wasn't so popular, <laughs> I would call it the best VR shooting experience on the market. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, did it did it do the thing 
uh, Onward did? Was it Onward where it messed up the PC side to make it crossplay, or does PC still look as good? Do we know that? PC looks even better. This update in- included increased graphics for Steam VR users, and and so they only lowered the Quest quality graphics. And I took a look at it, and you know it is pretty decreased quality but not to the point where like i still recognize everything when i was looking at all the quest graphics i could Mm. look through and i could recognize instantly different spots and different maps so it's not going to affect gameplay at all um but if you're on the quest it it is there there is a noticeable decrease in quality but they didn't do that from steam they they learned their lesson from onward (laughs) and decided (laughs) to not do that Yeah, this is super cool. I'm looking at the Steam charts here. It looks like it's gotten a bit of a bump in player, um, play well, people playing. I've always Contractors VR has kind of been in this unfortunate position where I think it truly is the best VR. I I personally play Onward, but in, if I had to like pick like if if only one VR shooter could stay to rule them all, it'd probably be Contractors right now. It runs the best. It looks the best. The gunplay is pretty solid. Um, it, you know, it feels like a really it, it feels like the most polished VR shooter on the yes. market right now for VR. Um, way more than Pavlov, which Pavlov still feels like a VR mod for <laughs> CSGO. Um, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, uh, onward, as you, I mean, as we kind of touched on, the graphics were reduced a ton to fit for the quest, and everyone's still mad about that, including me. Um, <laughs> and, you know, they've you know they've got a really good thing on their hands but it's not as nearly as polished as contractors feels so it's cool to see that it's got a bit of a player bump steam is still not like super crazy i'm like looking at only 37 people are playing as of 30 minutes ago which is not a lot especially compared to pavlov which has like hundreds right but it's right. still enough to find a game though it's so enough to find i a game. still think it's worth it to pick it up <laughs> And and this doesn't represent how many people are playing it on the quest, which I'm sure is a much much larger number, especially since it just released. Right. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. So it's still not crossplay with Quest. It is crossplay, I believe. It is so Yay! Quest and like PC VR can play. I believe yes. so. It yes. said in the article it was, but I couldn't. I tried to dig a little for it just to make sure that it wasn't just Oculus and Oculus though. And Oculus and Steam. I, um. I didn't find that out for sure. It looks like Oculus Rift, who play on Oculus, can play with Oculus Quest, who play on Quest. Steam, maybe. I we're not sure. I couldn't find the info. I was trying to find it. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so I, I remember vaguely. Quest. It's tugging at the back of my mind that it is cross-play and cross-buy within the Oculus platform. So mm. I'm going to say tentative, yes. But yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean, if I know for certain that Oculus can play with Steam. So there's no reason that, like, if I'm hopping to a server with my Steam friend as a Rift S user, and then a Quest version, jo- a Quest person joins because they can join on me, it's not like the Steam person gets kicked out. I don't, I, I imagine. I sure hope not. Right. So it, it, it's probably, it probably works just infrastructure wise because they want to keep all the same servers, especially when you have such a low player base. You got to mm-hmm. make sure everyone's playing in the same servers. Right. All right. Yeah. So contractors, no reason not to pick it up. It's incredible. I can't recommend it, it enough. Absolutely. Do it. Okay. And with that, we are done with our news. We are done with our news. Cool. <laughs> so hesitantly. <laughs> no more news this week <laughs> some some of my original that you know like our, our our script gets like copy and pasted every week right so like the format changes 
And some one of those things that's changed from when I originally created it is there's supposed to be a nice big gap here so that when I'm scrolling through the script, I can just like quickly go, that's where this section starts. And it got it went away and I was confused. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so um, with that, we'll uh, move out of our whatever we just did the news section and hop into the discussion um but before we hop into our discussion we got something uh we want to tell you about jay do you want to tell them what they got to hear about they gotta know i mean if you don't know by now come on asterianproducts.com they are one of amazon's top sellers of the universal vr stands they have one called the aura it's absolutely gorgeous we all use it and have it it's this minimalistic sleek rgb stand it's made of this acrylic type glass it looks gorgeous your headset sits on it and it's the throne it deserves unlike the box or the floor or in a dirty drawer <laughs> wherever you're keeping your headset now this thing is way so better true. than that if you want to get one go to asterianproducts.com punch in the code Full dive, one word. That's going to take $5 off any order, $19.99 or more. So if you want to get this, if you want to check out their gaming headphone stand, the Vertex, you can get $5 off that instead. So if you already have an Aura, use the code again. Go get yourself a Vertex to match side by side with it. They're both gorgeous. They are. It's so cool. I, I love I love my Aura stand. All right. So as I had said at the beginning of this podcast, this week's discussion, we are talking about, of course, Facebook. I swear they make up half our discussions, actually. <laughs> um, at least these days. Uh, they 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 give us a lot to work with. They're, so They're the bad boys of the VR industry. They really are. So speaking of bad boys. Um, yeah, I can, I can lead of, us into the discussion if you'd like, sure. Rip. Yeah, yeah. Take it so away. So Facebook is under investigation from state and federal courts for violating antitrust laws which are basically anti-monopoly laws. So almost every single state, there's a couple that didn't decide to participate in this, like Montana and Georgia and Mississippi for whatever reason. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But every other state is investigating Facebook for anti-competitive laws and sort of crossing and trying to make a monopoly in the social media world. So like Facebook and Instagram and all of WhatsApp and all of their other acquisitions are really tied together and they're saying that Facebook has engaged in anti-competitive behavior which we've seen a little bit with the Oculus platform and and some of mm-hmm. the purchases and decisions that they've made um, but this could be huge news for VR so like over in Germany where they're being investigated for similar stuff by linking their Facebook account login with the Oculus so requiring a Facebook account in order to use VR They could be hit with similar sanctions here, meaning that they better stop or they're going to be broken up into basically two different companies again. Um, And that could be really big news. Obviously, it hasn't happened yet, but they're still under investigation. But it could mean in the next year or two, really big news for the Oculus platform and how we interact with their platform. And this wouldn't be like a totally historically crazy thing. Like it was back in 1984 that AT&T got forced by the government to break up into small groups because they basically had a monopoly over all of the long distance service in the entire country. And so this would kind of be that same thing if this moves forward. This has happened before and we all thought, oh, well, maybe America didn't care about monopolies. Well, this is a move that that surprised me because I thought this would yeah. never even start to happen. So it, it is unprecedented in at least the last decade, maybe two. It's a really big deal. The last big antitrust laws case 
was I think maybe AT&T or Microsoft way back in the day. So mm-hmm. this this is big news. <laughs> Not just for VR, That's but for in the news. tech industry in general. Yeah, definitely. I'm actually maybe not as surprised in general. I mean, okay, so the the people who are bringing this up, you know, um, people from the head of, uh, or what are they? Goodness, I can't remember the political terms for these people now. Um, <laughs> can someone help me out? What are they? FTC, FTC, um, FTC, Congress, all these people. They, they. I mean, they've got some big business, probably monopolies in their pocket. But for some reason or another, none of these guys have ever liked Facebook or Google. You've seen <laughs> Facebook and Google arrive in these courts. And man, politicians do not like them. This is probably because they don't have control over it. You know, you can get bad rep on a social media platform. Especially... Well, way to be pretty cynical over there, Rip. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. You know, these guys don't have the, 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 they don't have enough of facebook's money in their pocket basically um to like them and facebook has grown big enough that i'm i'm not surprised that they're taking a swing at these big companies um i'm really not they've they've never had a history of liking um the big social media companies i I almost worry a bit i mean i think this is a good thing but it's always worried me how uh when uh congress and the courts in general get involved in these um uh these these disputes regarding online platforms because half the time if you listen to them that like congressmen talk about the stuff they know nothing they literally know nothing when it comes to tech it's frustrating and so this is a good thing i I do think this is a good thing um facebook needs to be broken up they've they've their purchase of whatsapp and instagram and all these anti-competitive practices are a real issue that said it it's it always <laughs> I'm always like oh why but why does it have to be these people that have to decide these things, you know they're doing this because they partly because they don't understand it I feel like, um, and it, it turns out it's good this time but you know one day it might not be. But so, one of the big question marks though is that a lot of this lawsuit is specifically a, between Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp. Um, that's sort of like the big giant monopoly conglomeration that they have. The big question mark for us, though, is how is it going to affect VR? Is that Absolutely. Facebook login integrating with to use an Oculus headset, is that going to be thrown under the same categories as the antitrust lawsuit? Or is that going to be kind of ignored in favor of some of these bigger acquisitions that they've done? So I mm-hmm. don't know. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Destin, do you, what, what do you goes- think? I think that, or well, I don't think, but I hope that it'll go back to how it originally was when the Quest was first released, where it's going to be optional, where you don't have to sign up. You don't have to use your um, Facebook page in order to even accept friend requests. Like that's, it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. So that would be my biggest, you know, thing that I'd like to see come out of all of this. Right. Yeah. No one wants their old Facebook comment that they made back in like 19 <laughs> freaking 80 or whatever. I mean, that's too old for Facebook. But, um, to like, I mean, I swear they would look at it anyway if you put it on MySpace. Um, you know, they, they like no one wants their old comment from forever ago to make suddenly mean they lose hundreds of dollars in games they bought on Oculus and can't right. access it anymore. And Facebook has no way, no very few real ways. You can't talk to an actual person about solving these issues you know if i want to create and play games 
on Microsoft, I can create as many accounts as I want. I can create as many Steam accounts as I want. You know, these things don't require my freaking driver's license. (laughs) (laughs) Right, and then you have to to be on edge about it being blocked or deleted. Yeah, yeah, it's so dumb. So obviously vr um people in the know of like hey facebook's not a good thing for the vr industry when it comes to privacy um you know we we really hope something will happen here admittedly personally i don't think it will and i almost hope it doesn't for weird reasons this is a they better be weird reasons because that's a bold statement well okay (laughs) right the facebook doing what it's doing to oculus right now isn't anti-competitive in my mind it's anti-consumer for sure, and it's anti-privacy, but it is not anti-competitive. They are branching into a new market with Oculus. Hell, they're even supporting the hell out of it. They, I'm not a fan of how they're doing it, but they're not doing anything that I think falls under this lawsuit. I just don't. I don't see the connection. I obviously don't like what Facebook is doing regarding their account requirements. But kind of what I was talking about before, it would be outside of this lawsuit in my mind to force Facebook to do anything regarding Oculus. It, it, it was a big acquisition with them. It's $2 billion. Oculus is only able to do the things it's doing right now because it's owned by Facebook. If Facebook left Oculus, like we suspect we will be seeing Instagram leave Facebook and WhatsApp leave Facebook if this is where we think it's going – Oculus is going to go back to being struggling. You know, they can't sell the headsets um, without a profit anymore, which is what they're doing right now. There's no way they're making an Oculus Quest 2 for 300 bucks. Yeah, that is a fantastic point. Regardless of whether or not you agree with Facebook's practices, they have dumped tons of money into the VR industry and as a whole has been lifted because of them. Mm -hmm. So I hope... Basically, what I'm saying is I hope that we do get a lawsuit in the future regarding what Facebook is doing in terms of anti-privacy, forcing social media accounts to for playing games. You know, there's some issues there for sure. But I don't think this lawsuit represents it, and I don't think that lawsuits like these should affect areas outside of what the lawsuit is pertaining to, which is anti-competitive business in a social media marketplace. <laughs> And and at the very least, though, if if Facebook as a sort of super monopoly gets broken up, it will mean even if Oculus isn't directly touched, it will still be affected because it'll mean that Facebook has less capital just to throw at Oculus to try yes. and support the industry. Uh, but Jay, you've been kind of quiet over there. What do you do? You have any you know breathtaking thoughts or hot takes <laughs> on this? I I don't know that I I do. I definitely I. I kind of actually lean towards some of how Rip feels here because I tend to be a little tinfoil hat-ish. And I feel like the main <laughs> I feel like the main reason a lot of tech industries have been getting this heat lately is because governments are starting to see that a tech company could become as powerful or more powerful than a country's government. And I think mm-hmm. that might be some of the motive behind these kinds of things. Because if you look back, the FTC approved them buying Instagram and they approved them buying WhatsApp. 
both of those were were submitted to them for approval. So now to right. suddenly be kind of changing their changing their minds on it, it feels like it's got to be about something more than that. And we don't know what's going on behind closed doors right. and with these politicians. But if they said, yes, it was good before, why are they suddenly changing their tune now? I, I worry that if this does happen and suddenly they have less money to throw around, maybe they'll see, oh, well, VR still isn't the most profitable thing for us and they'll invest less. That's what I'm kind of scared of, because if they're planning on forcing you to have Facebook and using your Instagram at some point to log into Horizons and all kinds of nonsense, I mean, if they start to lose those avenues, they might start to rethink their strategy. Uh, I, I'm no fan of Facebook. And I'm not a fan of of a lot of things they do. But the fact that at least they're one of the big players, them for years, it was Sony. We don't know at the moment. Uh, Valve to a degree, HTC. A lot of these people have put a lot into VR without getting a ton back yet. And we still need X. We're still not there. So I just don't want Facebook to lose the reason to keep pushing in VR. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. It, it would be nice if we saw a, uh, if, if Facebook's goal Basically, what should be happening is uh, some a group like Facebook, and it could be Microsoft, it could be whatever it is, where their goal is to sell cheaper headsets. I mean, basically, the console principle. You sell tech at a loss so that you make profits in software and subscription services. That's, that's the whole principle of how consoles make money. And if we could see more of that in VR, because right now, Facebook has basically their principle is sell... <laughs> sell hardware at a loss so we can steal their data when they use the hardware <laughs> not so crazy about that right um so you know as soon as we can get a um like i love valve for making the index but goddamn make a cheaper one um mm -hmm. you know they're they're not <laughs> they're almost like making it harder for people without that crazy budget to jump in because they're going to hear, oh, you want to, you want the good headset? Well, you guys spend a thousand dollars to get the good headset. But I think like, they right. kind of like well, it that way. I mean, there's a reason why it's been, you know, on like back order and stuff. I think yeah, they kind of like being like the elitist. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wouldn't be new for Steam. Um, that's for sure. So, you know, it, it would be nice <laughs> for Facebook to be outed by a company that's more interested in making money through ways that benefit the consumer rather than are so against the consumer like Facebook is doing. Anyway. Xbox VR. We need Xbox VR. Yeah, we, we really do. We do. You know, Sony, I would much prefer Sony play Sony invest more in its PlayStation VR. I want, I want the PSVR to be better than the, than the Facebook uh, or than Oculus's products that, that, that I much prefer Sony's business practices and consumer practices over. I mean, they're no, perfect gem of a company but they're certainly better than facebook sure and and microsoft is a little bit less so than sony but in, infinitely better than facebook but if <laughs> yeah. microsoft was to hop into the vr scene between their xbox integration and i mean they do pcs we could see something truly special come out of microsoft so that's that's kind of they're what i'm hoping to do for. It. <laughs> and they mm -hmm. have the capital to do it absolutely they do this is a heavily developing story, so you'll you know we'll talk about it again. And if this does continue, Zuckerberg's already said they're gonna they're gonna go to bat against this. This is not gonna be a okay, let's do this. Like this is gonna be a fight if this happens. So it'll be interesting to see oh, where it goes sure. from here. Yep, mm -hmm. it certainly will, and we'll be able to inform you of it every single step of the way. <laughs> we'll keep you updated in the Discord. Speaking of Discord, if you are not, uh, well, I'm gonna wrap things up here. Um, as you guys have more to say.
Nope. So if you're not in our Discord community yet, uh, you should consider it. It's very easy to join. I know it's Discord server number like 152 um, <laughs> that you have to join. But uh, guys, it's got some fun stuff. We're always there. If you need to ask us questions about VR, ask our community questions about VR. Just have fun. We got we got some sweet memes. You know, it's it's a great channel to be in, especially when it comes to VR. Um, and we post all our announcements there. And you can know when we're live streaming. It's all it's all great stuff. Consider joining the Discord. Consider becoming a patron. Five dollars a month, you get high quality versions of the podcast. Early, if I if I get them done early, you get them done early, which is great. Um, and they're panned. You might not know what that means, but it means they're like stereo, and our voices sound like they're coming from different directions, and it's cool stuff. <laughs> because, um, and if you ask a question as a patron member, you're almost guaranteed to get it here on the podcast. So consider signing up. And last but not least, if you are listening to us on various podcast services, consider checking out the YouTube channel. We got some cool stuff happening here. We got the live streams. We got the clips. We actually are planning. We're we're planning some stuff. I'm not going to say anything more, but we're planning some stuff. New things might be happening. Check it out. If you are listening, not listening, watching on YouTube and you're like, hey, this is cool, but I can't like just sit here and watch it. Um, well, you know, we're also a podcast. We're on every podcast platform, at least all the ones I could find to get yeah. onto. And if we are not, <laughs> I worked really hard to make that happen. But uh, if I missed one, if I missed your favorite podcast platform, let me know and I'll make sure we are on it. And with that, thank you all for listening. It's been a great episode. It's been a very short episode. We're not even at like <laughs> 50 minutes. We're just under yet. an hour. <laughs> we're just under an hour. It's cool. It's cool and unusual. Um, we will see you all episode 32. We, you know, the game awards will be done. This whole thing, we're going to see more about this lawsuit. Um, and we're going to be playing more games. It's just, you know, it is December. It's a busy week for us. So we had to keep things short and sweet this time. Thank you for listening. We will see you all next episode. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.